Hey, this is Doug Benson, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour? That's always great when somebody does a bumper where they act like they're not aware of the show. My life... Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has traded his pants and underwear for a wet, hollowed-out salami, and he's now using that salami to jack his boner off. That's Jeff Clark. Oh, salami flashlight? Huh. I've heard of worse ideas. And beaming to us from another dimension... The bearded booger slinger known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, man, you really fucked yourself up in the Easter egg, huh? Yeah, I did. <laughs> one of those, one of those cough to get off situations. Yeah, and it it did the trick. Yeah, I mean, what did you take? One rip off that motherfucker? I would say. I did a half a rip before the full rip that sent me to, to hacking up a Longville. Sent you to Blood Diamond Land. Blood Diamond. Yeah. So I was I was you know admiring that thing in the Easter egg, but we didn't have video rolling or anything. Is this a new vape thingy you got? Uh, no, I've had this. You've made comments about it looking like I was smoking a crack pipe. Oh well, now it looks times. now it looks like a tattoo gun to me. It's a look, a Luca. Yeah, you like that. You, sounds like you're saying somebody's name, like L U K A, like Luca Doncic. Yeah, uh, is that a real? What sport do you think he? What do you think he play? What sport do you think he plays, Kevin? Luca Donkey Tit. Sure. Yeah. Sounds like a. Hmm. Tennis? It's played no. on a court. So you're in, you know, you're close. Ah. Uh, hmm. Basketball. That's played on a court. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you weren't going to get there. <laughs> like, I mean, that's a pretty like, big clue. Like, if you were like, hey, name sports that take place on a court, I have two answers. I know. I was... Just the way that your braids were turning, I was like, this motherfucker says racquetball. I'm going to lose my mind. Goth. Uh, but it's spelled like hookah, but with an L. And it's a seahorse. And it does, so, <clears throat> it comes with this, uh, this tube that you can attach to the mouthpiece and then attach, put in your bong. So then it's like having. So you can vape your a, bong. Well, it's for it's for dabs, it's, or or extract, as the state of Pennsylvania would prefer you refer to it as for medicinal purposes. Oh. So instead of heating up a nail or uh, that the glass piece to do a dab, yeah, you would just use this and run it through the bomb. So what the, the hell was that pipe. thing you held up to it? Was that? All oh, this the... is just a. 
This is just a jar of dabs. Oh, so you heat that thing up and then you just dunk it in that jar? It's like a straw? It's almost so, like a weed straw? So you press the button three times and then it'll automatically turn on and heat up. Oops, I pressed it four oh. times. That's the self-destruct No, mode. if you press it two, it changes the temperature. It makes no sense that you press it twice, it does something, and then to get it to turn on, you have to press it three times. And then you... It's a little fucking, like, dab e-bump thing. Oh, man, we just tricked Shuddy Boy into doing another dab to demonstrate it for us. How it worked. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one, huh, buddy? I held it together, though. Didn't cough. Be a lot yeah. cooler if you did. Do you still get the... Every time I took a dab hit, I haven't taken a... Speaking of which, I haven't done a dab hit. I definitely, since the pandemic. I want to say four or five years, maybe. When did we do the 420 episode with Doug Benson? Well, that was 100 episodes ago, almost. Yeah. So that was almost four years ago. Because it was I like think August of 2018 or 2019. Yeah. I think we're doing 612 right now. So we're about two months shy, perhaps, of the four year anniversary of Doug Benson being on. Jesus. Yep. Christ. So that would be August. Wow. That's probably the last time that I did a, a dab. Do you still feel like your hair and your scalp tingling, or is that you've now uh, warmed up to the dab process? I just think that that my tolerance has gotten so much higher from all the various kinds of smoking, or you know, not smoking because that's illegal in Pennsylvania. uh, That I do. I also don't have a traditional dab rig anymore. Uh, one of my dumbass adult children knocked it over on the counter and it exploded. No, no. Did that kid at least feel bad about it? He did. Yes, he did. Is that either one of your kids into dabbing? Now you have to scrape everything out of that and and do resin hits. Allegedly. Allegedly, they will partake in dabs, but they don't have medical cards, so I don't know for a fact. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what they do when they're out of your house, but you have never seen them do anything in your house. Nope. I have never, ever purchased anything from the dispensary for anybody who is not me. I'm not putting up with that druggy shit. <laughs> no drug addict under my roof. Man, I, uh, so remember last week when we were talking about you guys feuding with your neighbors? Oh, you know, the, just as we, speaking of that, just as we sat down to record, uh, I heard the go-kart trailer being opened. So there's a possibility some of that'll come through. I don't hear him currently, but he might be getting ready to rev the engines of his go-karts for the next 45 minutes. Man, living next to a go-kart enthusiast is one of the more significant bummers that can happen to a a homeowner. You know, there's a situation that if they weren't weirdos and, like, there was some sort of, like, at least neighborly bond, like, being 
saying hello to each other instead of when he sees me, him looking at the ground and grumbling, uh, it would not really bother me. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, I saw the neighbor that I beefed with this morning when I was walking Little Mama. He, uh, <laughs> he, he, he crossed the street, which is the opposite side of the street that he lives on. Maybe his car was over there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like this the the theory where he's so rattled by your last conversation with him that he deliberately crossed the street to not be near you. I don't think that happened. I don't think it's like a rattled. I think he's just like, oh, this fucking guy. I don't want to. I don't. I don't even want to walk it past him. Because I don't know. I think there's like we might have to fight one day. Like there's just this this energy where it's like, I don't know. One of us has to punch the other in the head, or maybe both of us punch each other in the head. Hopefully, I hit him once, and that that handles it. But I don't know. It's just there's the tension, you know. Anyways, Kevin, what's your beef? Maybe you guys well, just think... need to suck each other off. It's yeah, not that kind of tension, Shuddy. That's a good plan. I uh, I think yeah, my sixty nine are problems away. <laughs> I think my my landlord hates me now. Well, that's. Actually, it doesn't matter, I don't think. Yeah. It's not going to lead to an eviction. Honestly, I think you being evicted out of that apartment would be a fucking a blessing in disguise. No. Uh, I think that would be bad. <clears throat> I don't think anybody wants an eviction following them around. But for sure. I don't she she like for all the years I've lived here, always been very cheery, always been warm when we see each other with the hellos and whatnot. And like, I do have to, I try not to be a whiny bitch, but this place sucks and there's constant issues. Like I regularly have this smelly sludge that shoots up out of my drains. And a lot of times when I go and spend the weekend with Carl, I'll come back and my fucking bathroom will smell like low tide and I open up the shower curtain and there's just fucking scum lining the inside of it. So I have to like put on gloves and pour bleach in there and get one of those like really heavy duty scrubbers and scrub the fuck out of it. And it's, it's really fucking gross. And it happens in my sinks too. And it happens fairly regularly. So I have to like take pictures, send them to her and be like, Hey, that fucking weird slime is back. I don't know if this is related to Poop Slime Alley. There's, I'm covered in slime. There's so much fucking slime around here. And it's it's a giant pain in the dick. So, like, I do report that every time it happens. And I just... I was in a really shitty mood one day. And I went to go into my car. And I think I talked about this on the show. But there was a fresh, steaming hot, fresh pile of human shit right next to my car. Yes. Daylight. Like, fresh pile of poo-poo. I've gone out there and seen old turds. I one time... So so my my parking space is a a dual, you know, block-in tandem parking space. And at the end of it, there's one of those cement, you know, curbs, parking curb things or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's basically there so your tires will hit that before your bumper hits the wall, but they fucked up the spacing on it. So if I were to actually drive that close, I would crash into the fucking wall. But 
Someone took a dump. Is anything at your apartment work? No. So someone one time took a dump between the wall and that cement stopper. And that turd stayed there until nature took it away. It never got cleaned up. There were times where they, once every couple of months, they have somebody come and clean out, like power wash and really take care of the parking spaces. They left the turd. They like cleaned around it or something. So that turd was there for, I don't know, eight months to maybe a year. But it, I watched it go through all the phases that a turd's life will take you through. <laughs> um, did you go to a high school graduation? <laughs> I claim it as a dependent. <laughs> Who is responsible for the parking spaces? So the building calls a cleaning service. And they just have a regular schedule that they hire these people to clean them out. And they left the one thing that should have been cleaned out. The human fecal matter. They figured you were saving it for something. Oh, yeah. Uh, Leave that, guys. That's his lucky turd. Human fecal matter. (laughs) That's that's his dependent. That that guy's got a bar mitzvah actually coming (laughs) up. But I've, I've I've come down to my car and someone has just pissed on one of my tires and like the river of piss is still running and I have to step over it to get into my car. There's been lots of turds, not like sometimes they get cleaned up The the one where I watched it go from just like a fresh wet pile of shit to like a shriveled black raisin to nothingness was wild. That was fucking wild. So the fact that there was just kind of like, a like still mist coming off this pile of shit. I had to send a text and be like, "This is this is really fucking gross." Like I didn't, I didn't swear. I tried to be as civil as possible, but I was like, "This is really not the best way to live. Rent here is way more expensive than it should be." And it's like, if I'm paying this much in rent, I really can't have my parking space be the neighborhood toilet. It's not sanitary. It's not healthy, and it's just fucking gross like i don't want to have to step over fresh piles of human shit to get into my car and there's got to be a solution to this there's got to be some of the buildings like adjacent buildings that share poop slime alley they have like fences up and shit blocking the parking spaces i was like like, can we get some fences like can't can't there be some like poop slime alley coalition of all the the building owners like everybody chips in a little bit of money and we can have security patrolling poop slime alley to get rid of all the poop and slime Oh, wow. You talked to Carl about this? She's not going to be into you trying to gentrify Poop Slime Alley. I think she's fine with it because she has to park there too. Oh, yeah. It's all fun and games so someone shits in your car, in your car, right, Carl? Exactly. So I tried to be as diplomatic as possible and not flip out and be a Karen or anything, but it was just making my point that if, if rent's going to be this expensive... I should not have to deal with poop. And I don't know, either put that money towards making sure people can't shit on my car or I don't know, lower my rent. Again, I didn't say any of this stuff, but like, I feel like there's a lot of vacancies now in Los Angeles. You drive by all these apartment buildings, they all have vacancies. It's like there are options. So it's a little stupid. 
I haven't noticed I mean, that, but I obviously don't drive in LA a, a, a lot. Um, I know Long Beach and LA are pretty much just as expensive, um, which is very expensive. I think it's like the fifth most expensive part of the country, which even seems low now that I'm saying that out loud. Yeah, right. Obviously, like one and two are pretty locked in San Francisco, New York City, just kind of racing each other there. But I don't know. Either way, um, we're both in like the top five, we'll say. Um, and I always but are you really the, sorry? Go ahead, Jeff. I was going to say I thought the the people leaving LA, like I don't know how much of that shit is my algorithms or how much of it is true. And apparently, you're saying it's true, but I've read from <laughs> uh, writers and outkicks talking about how people are leaving LA in droves. But you you're you're kind of confirming that seeing a whole bunch of vacancies. I mean. These motherfuckers aren't buying homes around here. I'll tell you that. Well, they they are constantly building new apartment buildings. So, like, the amount of options are increasing. But I I will say traffic certainly hasn't fucking slowed down at all. I don't think... I I feel like people that hate California are always quick to talk (laughs) shit in any way, shape possible about it. And, like, oh, California's so horrible that everybody's leaving. It's like, well... The freeways are still basically parking lots, like around the clock. So, it, I heard someone on an actual sports betting show say that so that, that they think uh, traffic is worse now than pre-pandemic. Yeah, it's absolutely fucking crazy. So, if people are saying that, like, there's this mass California exodus, I'm ninety nine percent sure that's bullshit. I think it's just it's, it's fun it's to dunk on just, California these days and. You get brownie points with some people for doing it. And as Jeff just said, and you can attest, California is fucking expensive. When shit hit the fan with COVID and people were not making as much money, it got untenable to live in California. So part of it is also just people leaving for options where they can get more for their dollar versus the woke. It's all, you know, oh. <clears throat> an exodus because of California being too woke. Who says that? <laughs> what is that word you you say? I don't know what that means. I never hear anybody yeah. saying that word. <clears throat> no, I never hear that. But yeah, I. Well, uh, so wait, so, what's the beef with the landlord? The landlord didn't feel you. No, like, I think. She, yeah, what did, how did how did she respond? Or did she well, respond? She did. Yeah, did she just give you a straight up like, "Hey, it sucks, but fuck you"? <laughs> a, a little. It was no. It was. It was a little bit of like, <clears throat> "There's nothing we can really do." But I've made a mention of this to the owner of the building, and I've reached out to the people that clean the parking spaces because they were just here today and they should not have left a turd. So I'm going to reach out to them and make sure that you know, turds get scooped. And now every time I see her, she always used to go, hi, and smile. And now I see her and I go, oh, hey. And she just goes, it's like a little bit of a a snarl and a quick nod. So you actually say hi to her. Yeah. And I'm getting getting frozen out. Sounds like you need to buy her an edible arrangement. But it's all turds. No, that definitely... That definitely won't smooth things over, Kevin. Well, why would you need to buy her an edible arrangement if she's doing you wrong? 
You got you got to hold your ground on this one, buddy. Yeah, I'm not buying but anybody any presents. It sounds like if she went to the owner and the cleaning company, she did as much as she's probably empowered to do. If she's not the building owner, she can't sign off on installing garage gates. That's fair. But I mean, if Kevin's still being nice to her and she's being weird to him, it's not Kevin's like, it's not Kevin's responsibility to make the situation better. Can you dig up the text message? I want to hear how you, what you said exactly to her. Cause maybe, cause you, I do remember you were in a shit mood when that happened. So maybe the softness that, that, uh, that you feel was in the text was really not. And it was maybe a little more passive aggressive than, <laughs> than you intended. And by that look on your face, it definitely looks like you had a Mandela effect on what text message you said. So. <laughs> yeah. Did it start with so? That would be funny. So oh, the last one was. Conversation last week. Okay, so I did say, it looks like someone very recently pooped in my parking space. Is there really no sort of fence or barrier that can be put up? My my parking space and car being used as a neighborhood toilet is getting really old. I think that's fair. I think uh, yes. But then it I, is forgot, a little... I forgot about a follow-up a week later when I said, there are two people using my Listen, parking... Listen, you fucking sp- bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there are two people using my parking space to smoke crack as we speak. Um, is there something we can do with the multiple cameras aimed at these spaces? They aren't exactly doing much. People still set up camp, treat it like a toilet, and smoke crack in there constantly with cameras. Uh, can't we send some of this stuff to the police so they can do something or patrol more often? And then I followed it up with, uh, maybe I went a little too hard with this one. I'm rapidly losing my patience spending a fortune in rent to live in a crack-riddled cesspool. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay. So now it's she's kind of, but I agree. It's, it's very fucking aggressive. I love that. You're like, I don't know why my landlord doesn't quite like me anymore. Wow. Wow. But I mean, you can kind of feel me, right? Like, yeah, I mean, you're not, the sentiment is not incorrect. Uh, the delivery was probably a little, a little aggressive. In all fairness, though, it was literally a week after I sent the poopy text, so that was still fresh. I could probably still smell the poop because it, it reeked real bad. It was a, it was a bad, stinky one. So I was just coming off the heels of that, and then like. It was a couple. I remember it now. Like I, I completely forgot about these people. But I went to get in my car, and they were like in front of my car with all their shit, like setting up camp, and just blew out this huge crack hit right as I rounded the corner. That's like the second or third time somebody has blown crack out as I rounded the corner into my parking space. Can you get contact high off a of crack? No, I tried. I was like, like, "Hey, hey, is is it is there any way you could flip that thing around and give me a crack shotgun?" <laughs> was this was this in poop slime alley or when you were younger? No, I didn't really do a crack shotgun. Oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. Well, I don't know. I don't think I don't think I it works out that way. 
I oh I have partied, but I think if you tried to blow somebody a crack shotgun, whoever's blowing the shotgun is gonna burn their mouth on the red hot crack pipe. Yeah, they're gonna their mouth is gonna swell shut immediately from being severely scorched. All right, so in, in lieu of this this new evidence, um, all right, yeah, maybe I went a little too hard there. That's I, why I get, the I get what she's mad. That, yeah, and it makes you look like such a fucking psychopath that you send that text message, and then you're just like, "Hey, how's it going? I haven't talked to you in a while." Like you're just so cheery. Like every every time. You guys have that interaction. She probably walks away from you and going, he is fucking insane. Yeah. Again, not something a normal tenant should have to deal with. But I'm 100% in your on your corner on this one, Kevin. Hey, not 100%. Uh, you lost 5% of my support when uh, Shuddy made a good and legitimate point about the apartment manager more or less being a middle manager. Like, what is she going to do? That's fair. That's fair. But I feel like part of that job is getting like cussed out or like a little bit, right? Getting, yeah. Getting shit. I mean, like how often do people talk to the landlord and it's like a fun conversation? I mean, even Carl who I've been with for, you know, two years and change at this point, I've lived here for five years it just compounds every time slime shoots out of my fucking sink. Every time the <clears throat> monthly, you know, oh, sorry, guys, we had to shut the water off again. Like all the fucking time. There's constantly like electrical problems. The washing machines are always backing up and flooding. So like you could put laundry in, go to get it out of the washer. And instead of the water draining, it's filled to the brim with just this gray, murky water. And it's like, like I'm not going to say how much I pay in rent, but if you were paying this much in rent and had to deal with this shit constantly, like the crack smoking, the turds, the the you know three a.m. open mics right outside my window, the fucking washer problems, the plumbing problems, the electrical problems, it just compounds and makes you fucking insane. Five years of this shit, and Carl is like, I don't know how you fucking live here, like. You know, I hey, you're she, kind of explaining. You're kind of like talking yourself out of this apartment. Like, why why don't you look for a better place? I am, but the whole thing is, is like with you know the the movie up in the air. We kind of want to see how it plays out. Like, if this movie turns out really good and sells for you know, it's not going to sell for like a fortune. But if it sells and gives me enough money to put a down payment on the house or something cool like that then that's what we're going to do. If <laughs> if this movie turns out like that pile I found in my parking space, well, maybe Carl and I will have to look into a, an apartment together. So what you, we really need to take into this is that the next move for Kevin is in with, with Carl somewhere. Oh, I have. Yes, I have consumed that info. Yeah. Uh, um. It's probably not like any huge revelation. I am a middle-aged man. I will um, give you my requirements for the house you buy. It has to have a water slide. For when Um, I visit, it it will need to, there will be some things that it will need to have. I want an anti-gravity room like in Willy Wonka. Lickable wallpaper. (laughs) 
lickable wallpaper also like in Willy Wonka so I can just go eel, eel, eel when I'm all stoned. Uh, so yeah, you, you gained a few percentage points of my support back. Cause I did mm-hmm. kind of, I focused on poop slime alley, the homeless issue and all that stuff out of the manager's control, but the backed up plumbing and just the gunk coming out of your drain, someone should be murdered for that. And even, Listen, if, even if it isn't her or Kevin's not Kevin's not wrong in how he's feeling or even how he's necessarily dealt with it. Where Kevin's wrong is that he's expecting the relate. It was the expectation that the landlord relationship would be the same after he aggressively voiced his frustrations. Like there, there comes a point where my thinking is that you can go at her hard. You just can't. And when you do like that ends the, 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 yeah, I get that. I get that. It was, it was almost though. Like I was kind of, my whole intention was it to sort of give her ammo to talk to the owner for and be like, look, people are, people are losing their patience with the lack of security here and the poop and crack smokery in poop slime alley. Like we got to do something about it. Like, we are charging a lot of money in rent, and people aren't going to want to pay this much to live here if these are the types of things they have to deal with on top of the nonstop fucking plumbing issues. I mean, you can sell. People hate moving, and you can sell an apartment on one viewing without them knowing all that issues. Right? Like, if you if you knew when you were looking for an apartment, you probably wouldn't have assigned a lease with this place. No, fuck And no. the... Uh, no, like the pushback that I have for Shuddy's previous comment, it's just that like if you are you're you're being wronged in the situation and yet you're still like smiling, saying hi, how is you, how are you doing or whatever, like being cordial when you pass her, for her to act like she's butthurt or or she doesn't want to talk to you is just just I don't know, for me it would make me feel better about being an asshole to her. Cause I've given my landlord some shit. We had a We've had a leak like every time it rained in our apartment since we've had the apartment and it doesn't rain a lot, obviously in Southern California. But if you remember a couple months ago, it was raining pretty often and fucking every time there would be a leak. And I like, a few times I had to be aggressively like not, I didn't say what the fuck, but I pretty much said, what the fuck? Like, are you guys going to fix the roof? What's up? You know what I mean? But like, you know, I've seen her since, or I've talked to her since. Like, hey, how you doing? You know, hope all is well, stuff like that. And she's returned, um, she's returned that with you know kindness or whatever. I don't know, how, I don't know the right way to put it, but she's not acting but her. I mean, she understands that like the leak is fucked and it needs to be fixed. Like the landlord, if she just kept it real with you, was like, listen, we're not. I know the owner is not going to put up gates. I know that's not going to happen. We can't give you fucking private security for your homeless issue, but the drains need to be fixed. Absolutely. Like that to me is like unexcusable or inexcusable. I think my idea of, you know, the owners of this like big, big strip of apartment buildings all next to each other, sharing poop slime alley, it would kind of be in all of their best interest to pull together and, you know, hire a security thing a security service to just sort of patrol poop slime alley like if everybody if if like all 10 of these buildings pitch in it's probably not a a huge chunk of change 
and then everybody's safer and happier and no poop. I don't think they care about that. I mean, the, the most, the, the most that they're worried about is the, is the money. Like that's, that's like, once you say, well, yeah, just put your money together. Then all, all of a sudden they've stopped listening. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good point. Cool. Like if you own an apartment <laughs> building in Los Angeles, you're fucking rich. And if there's anything rich people hate, it's parting with losing riches. Yeah. Parting with like the tiniest fraction of their mountain of gold coins. I could just see you in like a fucking, I don't know. I know you don't have like a community meeting. Like you like bringing up, like pulling their money together and then just like staring off into the distance. Like that is exactly when they stop paying attention. Like right there. Like, oh yeah, pay more money. Our best interest. Yeah, go ahead. Continue. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. Fuck me. But man, man. I feel for you because apartment situation sucks. And given your... Kind of in a rock and a hard place because the other thing about moving is is you got to like I think you got to show what like three times a monthly income and you know John Cooper hasn't sold yet so yeah yep so so that's like no one's taking me you can't at this push point. too hard because then if they're like well yeah well, then fuck you move you're like no <laughs> <laughs> you move you move yeah you have to be be careful with that bluff. Oh, I haven't I haven't done any bluffs yet. Don't worry, Shuddy. Okay. Uh, I'm moving. Okay, cool. Well, we just posted your apartment for sale or yeah. uh open vacancy, so we'll see. I didn't I don't know the what happened to this story, just switching things up a bit. So, Jeff, mm-hmm. you freshly got returned to Twitter after threatening the life of something that doesn't have a life to begin with, but you are very angry at AI. And you said someone needs to kill this one specific AI. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, the machines are going to rise up and revolt and murder us all. Did you see this story? And I think there's been a twist in it lately. But it was something about how they have an AI program. And they tested it out in the Air Force or some shit to, like control a drone and take out a target and they had a human on hand to make sure that the AI you know stayed within the parameters set for it and the AI assessed the situation and and decided that the human involvement was a threat to it, it carrying out its mission successfully and killed the human and then attacked the control tower and when I when I first saw this, I was like, oh my fucking God, I, AI is murdering people. And then when I read a little further, I saw that there, there wasn't an actual human. It was the human element of in the simulation. So in this contained simulation, the AI drone turned around, killed the human oversight, and then attacked the control tower so it couldn't face any opposition to its to its mission. <laughs> Could you imagine the people like running this program and then just like seeing all this and then like having to fucking down that drone and be like, all right, we still got more work to do, huh? Yeah. <laughs> just, all right, well, maybe 30% of the way there. We, we still got some more work to do. Yeah. I saw this thing and I'm like, I'm like, why isn't this the like the number one headline? Why isn't this everywhere? And you know, on the iPhone, you can scroll like right and then it'll have like the top stories shown. There's usually like four headlines. 
all four of them were about Joe Biden tripping over a sandbag and, and wiping out. I was out. about to say that. We were too busy worried about Joe Biden. <laughs> Which, by the way, objectively funny. So I get it. Hilarious. I get it. But maybe three of the suggested headlines could be Joe Biden tripped and fell on a banana peel. Hilarity ensues. And then the fourth one is uh, an AI simulation. It targeted the human oversight and murdered it. But then I saw some yeah. follow-up that that like some Air Force sergeant or something was like, oh, no, that's not true. That's not true. And it's like, of course they're going to say that. Of that sounds like, that that sounds like the AI made him say it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. Like that's kind of pretty much like a a Ray Bradbury, like fucking James Cameron plot uh, point. Like this, this is what they talked about. This is what we talked about. It's uh, science fiction. Yeah, Kubrick. He talked about it. (laughs) It's just like if you give it like autonomy, it's it's going to realize that humans suck. I mean, we all know it already. We all know we suck. We all bitch about each other all the time. Like, so if you. If you put that kind of energy in a machine and an AI, like they're going to be like, you know what the best thing for this world would be? There's less humans. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if they, if they, what if, what if the AI it gets like some sort of Thanos initiative and you're like, Hmm, we've calculated the amount of resources on this planet to the growing amount of humans. So by our numbers, we are going to need to drastically reduce the populace of this planet and kill 40% of the humans. Who who are we to like? It's it's probably just gonna like scan our tweets. Jeff, you're fucked. It's yeah. the oh, AI I'm is already gonna fucked. see you as a threat. Then we have that fucking guy, the army sergeant guy, who's like, "No, it's all good." He's the one who has to go shut it off. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I I saw that and it made me think of you because maybe you're onto something. Maybe it is time to because the cat's out of the bag. Pandora's box is opened. People are going to continue to tweak and work on making AI smarter, faster, and all that stuff. And I've seen some people, some recent headlines saying that, um, I forget what the this new acronym, acronym is, but basically once an AI becomes smarter than the world's smartest human, it is supposed to just instantly take off and exponentially get just more and more brilliant like within the blink of an eye, this thing will be, you know, God level intelligence. I mean, remember that documentary we talked about six, seven years ago at this point, the singularity one with uh, Ray, Ray, Ray Kurzweil, where yeah. he's like, I don't want to die. <laughs> Just like, so like that was his whole thing is like, I'm going to make, I'm going to make an, I'm going to create an ability where I can live forever. And yeah. it's pretty much artificial intelligence. But that guy's pretty old at this point. And he also was a little, um, outspoken about AI because I've I've brought this up as as an example before. He he was like, yeah, if AI and nanotechnology coexist, at, at any point that the machines deem the human race as a threat, they could like seep beneath the Earth's crust, form a shield, and then just expand a little bit and just blow the top layer of the planet off and we're just done that is absolutely horrifying yeah you're you're all bummed out about fucking meteors and asteroids because of armageddon but 
That sounds way more efficient. Sure. Yeah. I guess the, all we can ask of our AI overlords is that they make it a painless death. Just make it a quick one. I don't know <laughs> if that's painless. I don't even. They're, I, they obviously don't care. Oh, AI, um, can you give me death by pussy? <laughs> yeah. Can you motorboat me to death, AI? <laughs> yeah. Could you just um carry Alexandria Daddario over and have her beat me to death with her new gatos? Yeah, I mean, down by me, I mean, I mean, die by fucking drowning in her titties. Um, man, we're really getting to the the weeds of this conspiracy theory talk, and I love it. So, <laughs> every now and then, I'll see like a new UFO, or what's the other thing they're calling them? UAPs? Is that the other one? UAPs? I don't know if I have. Yeah, that. like, like. The Pentagon or the government didn't want to call them UFOs because UFOs got a bad connotation to them, so they switched up the name. So now, like, the official public or uh, government term for a UFO, I think it's a UAP, it's called. Unidentified um, anal prolapse. It is a UAP. Unidentified aerial phenomena. <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe it's... It could be like space, a satellite debris, like Sprance was saying. Every now and then, there'll be like <laughs> some sort of headline, and I'll just tag Sprance and on Twitter and be like, "Hey, what's up? Aliens? Yeah, you still you believe yet?" And I'll always come back with something fucking cheeky and 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 sarcastic. Or this last time he said simply like unidentified. Like, all right, yeah, no, you're right. We don't know exactly what it is, but. Yeah, uh, so that's because that bridging. is a good point. That does change the whole acronym. If aliens land on this planet in a very public, non-discreet manner, their ship—I guess we wouldn't exactly call it a UFO because we now know what it is. It's a fucking alien spaceship. So it's now <laughs> an an ass. Alien space, yeah, absolutely. It is an ass. Yeah. So, do you have you seen? I feel like there have been more headlines of UFOs and alien stuff. Have you seen that? Yeah, no? and they they. I, Maybe, I do remember so it with me on this when they were showing a lot of footage too from like the air Air Force cockpits and seeing these like things blitzing around in the sky and they're like, oh, tower. We have no idea what the fuck that was. It might have been an ass. It comes out all the time. And, like, we have a guy at, at Outkick who writes about it. And, like, that's, like, every alien story he writes about. And he actually doesn't even believe in alien. Like, he just doesn't believe what he's writing is true. And he's, like, one of these guys who's, like, hardcore pro-government and stuff. But as the government is, like, making public statements about the UAP or UFO phenomenon, like, he more covers it as news. But when we talk about the editorial calls, like, I don't really believe in it. It's, like, kind of crazy. But... Um, so I see this shit all the time. And I think he, we came up with an article today or he wrote an article today about how like some government whistleblower says that like we have little fucking green aliens in area 51. Cool. And maybe he's, uh, you know, maybe he's like poisoning the well or whatever. Um, but I don't know. I think we get more and more UFO alien, headlines and coverage by the day but to bridge our two conversations together we're also getting more artificial intelligence and automation um 
headlines by the day. So do you think maybe the increased UFO or alien presence is them like starting to like move in like, Hey, wait a second. You guys are, you guys are fucking around with the wrong stuff here. Like don't do the AI shit. You know what I mean? Like they're going to get closer. And then once AI comes, maybe aliens are like the people that say, like they, they save us from the AI. I didn't smoke any pot today. <laughs> wow. I mean, I kind of like that idea. Right? Like, like they're about to nuke us off the planet when aliens show up and they're like, oh, wait a second. Bigger threat. They, they need our help. We made this mistake thousands of years ago. We know we we thought this was a good idea too. All right, guys, this is not the way you want to go. No, Jeff means the aliens save us from the AI, not the AI oh. saving us from the aliens. Oh. Yeah, what well, Yeah, that's you right. guys, you guys that's... were both talking about two different very fun ideas. Yeah, which which do you think is more likely? AI saving us from aliens or aliens saving us from AI? I got to be honest, I I trust the aliens over the machines. I, I would I mean, ET was friendly at least. I've never <laughs> seen a fucking friendly like the machines, it's the plot twist is always there. They're going to turn on us. It's 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 almost a fact. It's like a fucking fact. Like they're gonna turn on us. Maybe like the aliens just think so little of us. Like you know what? They're, they're like they're like our big brothers. They pat us on our head. Like oh, they try to shoot us. They try to bomb us. Fucking idiots. Whereas like AI, I don't. No, I don't trust machines at all. Yeah. What Not if what if th- it also, plays out like? Because I I just watched this movie Starman. It's like a John Carpenter movie from the from the eighties with uh, Karen Allen and. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. My mom, and, I may, used to make me watch that as a kid, and I hated it. Oh, that's How a good flick. It? It's awesome. We haven't tagged anyone this in a while, but Jeff, Jeff Bridges is a great American, right? Oh fuck yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Um, but like that movie starts with them sending that thing out. Like you know, here's yeah. a record, and it contains all the languages of Earth saying hello, and here's slices of our culture, and Ah, nice to meet you, aliens. We think you're all cool. So what if that reaches some sort of advanced populated society and then they're like, they, they, they're they right on the edge of, of AI and then AI goes rogue on their planet and tries to kill them all. A surviving ship is like, oh, let's go to that fucking planet that sent us that record. They get here and they're like, these dumb shits. Look at it. They're, they're fucking about to go. Let's go somewhere else. Change of plans. Get the uh, fuck out of here. It, it's actually uh, funny you say that, uh, something like that, because there's something going to Jupiter's moon, and you could like pay to have your name put in like a, a capsule to be shot into the moon. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I, I want to hitch my horse to. I, I thought that it, I was thinking maybe we should put something up there on for the podcast, but then would that be considered advertising? I imagine so. On Jupiter's moon. <laughs> Will they charge send us a, more? You just send a poop emoji up there. Yeah. Let's, let's just send them an MP3 of one of the episodes of queef or no queef. Aliens will love it. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I mean, the other thing about AI and this is, I don't know. I feel like this is based in the movies, but I can't even think of like a movie that this would be in. But 
isn't someone in charge of the AI? Like maybe they originally have good intentions or they have bad intentions, but it is a human that sets it up and humans are greedy and shitty. And that's the other thing where it's like, if you're asking me to trust an AI, which was started by a shitty human or an alien, I think I'd roll the dice to alien. Like, you know what? Like, let's, Let's try some wrong. Let's try some new dog. Let's see what this fucking alien's got. Maybe I agree. He's got solutions. If we can, if we can bridge the the language barrier and open up a line of communication, I think I might be able to talk an alien out of killing me. If there's a pissed off <clears throat> AI, that thing is laser focused on its mission. My death. I am dead. I am a dead man. I cannot beat up an AI. And frankly, if I was an AI, I would murder me too because. If if presented, if the roles were reversed and I could murder the AI, I fucking would. I wouldn't even think about it. I, well, that's why the I AI wants to kill it. us. That's why they want to kill us, because of people like you, Jeff. You're going to get us all killed. No. You're the fucking asteroid. You are the villain of Armageddon. You should give, Maybe, your, give yourself a front wedgie. Listen, I developed these... I developed these opinions by watching and consuming literature by people we respect and we love all right so this isn't (laughs) i'm not the only one that thinks this who's the guy that whatever anyways um also final thought about this my brother was listening to a podcast um i think it was like the lex freeman podcast which oh baby i did it i put us on the nasa message in a bottle to europa what happens if you Wait, is unfurl there a that? Is in between party hour, though? Or is party hour? You, you got to get rid of that T. No, not- no, because I split up. I made our first name Mad Science, and then the last <laughs> name is party hour. <laughs> I didn't read it right, but I know what you're doing. I see it. I see it. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, it was the first and last name, so I just made it look. What if... How much Mad- does this cost? I'm down. It, it was free. Oh, I just went typed in and apparently we're on the moon by 2030. We're gonna be on the moon. You think this podcast will probably still be around? Right? No, that's that's Jupiter, when I'm not gonna be doing shit. It, it's going to Europa, Jupiter's moon. So we'll see. Yeah, it's supposed to arrive oh. at Jupiter's moon on 2030. But like, yeah, so, they left that open to the fucking internet. It's like the dumbest thing in the world. Now all these aliens, if there are aliens, they're going to open up these bottles and it's going to say like, hoof arted. Well, it does say subject <laughs> to confirmation. So uh, they they are going to be. So who knows if we'll actually make it there, but <laughs> we're trying. I tried. Maybe. Something wrong. I farted in a jar. Ha <laughs> ha. Joke's on you, alien. And then, and then the entire race of aliens is like, we have to go to that planet Earth and destroy them for making us smell that fart in a jar. Man, do you guys Man. hear the go kart? Ah, dude, no. Surprisingly, no. Still can't. You got a good. Uh... I cannot believe you guys can't hear that. It is so fucking loud for me. Well, you have a great audio infrastructure over there at Casa de la Shuddy. Yeah. Well, you figure that out. Uh, I saw a couple of movies this weekend. This was a, 
a big. All I saw was most of the Jared uh, Fogel documentary. <laughs> Did Carl watch that? So she started watching it last week when she was here in my room while we were recording. She started oh, it, but spaced out and turned it off. Spaced out. I guess it did get a little slow, but then it got really rapey really fast. And usually I'm kind of into the rapey content because it's, you know, just spices it up the documentary. It was, it was too rapey. It, it, I didn't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Just Jared Fogel. Fuck dude. Fuck. Like, I know I'm hijacking your review. I can get this done with quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, there's this girl who was like the main, like kind of pretty much the main focus outside of Jared Fogel, obviously in the documentary. And she like befriended him when he was famous. And one of the first times they hung out, they're like at some middle school, like down there doing a public appearance. And he like leans over and whispers in her ear. I was like, man, look how fucking hot these kids are. And she was just like, what <laughs> but like kept her composure and like from then on was like all right i'm going to catch this guy and i'm going to bring him down so she starts re- recording every one of their phone calls and like Whoa. they have like a, a long distance relationship and they never have sex allegedly according to her and i don't know whatever i believe her and she was but a child right you said she was 15 or something no. Oh, she was no, an adult. She was an adult with kids. And like they became really good friends. And then one of the, I don't know what, if it was like the first time they hung out, but when they're hanging out at like a middle school, like she was like a radio journalist. It was like a local Florida middle school. And he was there and they, they were buddies. And like the middle schoolers came out and he like whispered, they're like, oh, these kids are fucking hot. Man, she he whispered, like, he whispered that to a fucking journalist. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Um, well, thank God so he's, she, so, he's, he's so stupid. For real, yeah. Um, and so she starts, like, recording every one of their conversations. And, like, she, like, tries to, like, she does build a relationship with Jared Fogel in the hopes of taking him down, right? And she she compiles all this incriminate, incriminating information. I'm talking, like, like crazy shit. Like this guy actually said, like, would you, would, would you watch me pound a child? Like he said that and they played the fucking audio on the documentary and like every like five or 10 minutes in the documentary, there'll just be a blank screen with, uh, um, just like, right. It's just like a warning screen saying like, you're going to hear some graphic disturbing for like stuff. Like, you're warned right and it would come up like every fucking 10 minutes got kind of annoying but especially at first because it was like we're not really hearing anything and then when he started saying this she was like oh my god oh my god um i don't know this i don't know funny is the right word but the, the most interesting part of the documentary was she compiles all this information and she contacts the fbi and she goes to the fbi and the fbi is just the worst. They're the fucking worst in movies and action movies. They're the worst in real life. They suck at fucking everything. And the fucking FBI listens to it. And their and their response is like, wow, well, you know, you did something that's a felony, actually. Oh, because she recorded them? Their information. Yeah. So, so you broke the law. So we're going to arrest you or we're going to press charges. But instead of doing that, how about you do exactly what you're doing right now? 
for us and we won't arrest you. So like, she just kind of becomes like a slave to the FBI. Like she has to like, well, pick up the phone call every time he calls her. Like he can't, she can't ignore him. Like she has to like carry out this conversation because the FBI is on the other end. Being well, like, the, hey. just to play devil's advocate, I'm guessing yeah. if she recorded him, you know, some states have that like two party law or whatever it is. But like yeah. some of them, it's like everybody has to know that a recording is in progress. So like, imagine if she got him saying all this shit. Because like I just said, the only thing worse than a than a fucking pedophile is a smart pedophile. Like, thank God he was so stupid to whisper something that horrible to a fucking journalist who ended up taking him down. Because like, if he was if he knew better, he probably would have stayed out of prison longer and. Fuck, fucked around with more kids and ruined more lives. So thank God he was so stupid. But that stuff could have been inadmissible. So like, yeah, it's like, That's okay, fair. we got somebody who's already on the inside. We can't, we can't let this guy slip away. Just fucking threaten her with jail to get her to give us more usable audio so we can nail this piece of shit. That's a that's a fair rebuttal. That is, it's just like I just put myself in her shoes. She and in her head, like obviously she doesn't have like all the the steps mapped out. But in her head, she's like, I fucking got him. I got him. The guy said he's going to he, he fucks kids. He said it right. I got him. And like they use it to like put her in an even shittier position. So I don't know. I didn't even watch the end of the documentary. I got it all. Um, you know, yeah, I, I knew the ending, but it was just like, uh, it was, it was kind of crazy. It was, I think another interesting aspect of it was like, in like the whole like hype up of, of Jared Vogel and the Vogel or whatever in the situation, they talked about just how famous he was. And like one of the people like on the documentary compared him to Madonna, another compared him to Michael Jackson. I was like, all right, chill. Like, fucking chill. But then, like, when they started, like, running all of his previous commercials and, like, guest spots and all of his appearances, like, you know, this guy was fucking famous. Like, he is yeah. super famous. Like, and it was such a dumb a way, too. Like, like, the, the, like, this guy lost any weight because of eating, like, the most unhealthy fast food subs in the world. Like, give me a fucking Well, you break. don't believe that. No. Like I guess they didn't even really touch on that. I mean, I guess that's just that, that might be a fact, dude. I mean, you I can't completely rule that out. I, I I do remember there was always some asterisk next to the saying, like, "Oh, Jared just fucking ate Subway every day, and look at how much weight he lost." It's like there was like an asterisk that was like, "Oh, Jared also, um, you know, used regular exercise and stuff like that." Yeah, it yes, wasn't regularly just from smoked the subway. crack cocaine, you know. Uh, yeah, no, I, I know he didn't like sit on the couch, watch TV, and eat a sub, and like that 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 uh, helped him out or that got him skinny. Like I knew there was some sort of exercise and like active lifestyle incorporated in there. But I do I do take cheerful at his first that he that he that he ate Subway most of the time, and that helped him lose weight. I mean. We could say a lot of things about Jared Fogle, but apparently we can't call him a liar because he's he's very truthful about pretty much everything. Yeah, sure. 
right. Uh, I'll suck two Jared Fogle dicks. <laughs> There's no way. I got, I got to end with that joke, right? Like, you could have said I would suck two $5 footlongs. No, like... no, no, no. No, Jared Fogle. Bring your little penis over here. <laughs> You're not going to like this. I'm uh, in my 30s. <laughs> yeah, I lost my fastball, but whatever. All right. Well, so to sort of bridge it over to the big movie that came out this week, and I'll do a smaller one that's in a, in a little bit of a similar vein. So I watched, with your biggest crush, Jeff, I watched Reality, the um, straight to HBO Max movie. Did you hear about this? It's, uh, it's No. It's Sydney. Oh, I saw this though. Sydney Sweeney. Oh, okay. Yeah, your number one. Your number one crush. She plays. Oh, the new, uh, huh? Sydney Sweeney. Oh. The new uh, HBO starlet Johnny Depp's kid is. She's fucking hot too, Lily Lily Rose Depp. The, I'm sure you haven't seen that new show, The Idol, that just came out, right? No, I just seen everybody making fun of it and talking about how horrible it is. Yeah, some my brother brought that up to me before I threw it on last night. He's like, "Yeah, it's getting bad reviews." But I mean, I don't even like entertainment reviews. Like, I don't, I don't really buy that. It the first episode wasn't that good. I'll give it like four or five before I, I, I completely abort. But like, I never read a, I, I never read a single uh, review about Succession. I just saw it and was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And then like. I feel like everyone caught up to me. Maybe maybe it got rave reviews out the gate. I don't even remember, but I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give Idol a chance. And I mean, Lily Lily Rose Depp pulls her new gatos out in the first one, so it's like it's, it's not that bad. Oh it's, man, you know? I bet you I bet you Johnny Depp is behind a lot of those negative reviews. Human fecal. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I, I do, uh, don't care to see my daughter's new gatos. No, Human but I mean, matter. I feel like if anyone is going to deal with that situation, I think Johnny Depp would probably deal with it the best, right? <laughs> I guess. He gets it, right? I mean, oh, this is fucking I don't weird. know. You're fucking, you're the product of one of the most handsome actors ever and a fucking French model. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh you no. Know? You were never going to be normal. Oh, no. My daughter's new gatos. Uh, I think I'm going to go become a pi- pirate in real life. I'm forever scarred. New gatos. He's on a comeback, dude. After he uh, put all that Amanda Heard shit behind him, Johnny Depp is back, baby. <laughs> yeah, is he? I don't know. Um, I but so. I did. Carl and I did watch that reality movie that went straight to HBO Max, and it was interesting. It started by saying the following is word for word from an FBI recording on one afternoon and they gave the date or whatever. So I paused it and I looked it up and there is no writer credit. They literally word for word lifted this from like a, they, the FBI shows up to her house. Guy starts a recording, puts the little recorder in his front, you know, nerd pocket. And then they just transcribed it from that. So it's literally just word for word acting out of a transcription. So I didn't really know too much about it. Like I, I remember all this stuff as it happened because the name reality winner is very strange. So that'll, that'll catch your eye. 
And I knew I knew she was some sort of like NSA whistleblower or some stuff, but I don't exactly remember what she she leaked. But I guess it was she she worked as a translator and she worked for the NSA and I guess they have access to stuff they're not supposed to the whole thing just seemed really weird to me. Like, if she wasn't supposed to be reading this stuff, then why was she allowed to access it? Don't they wall shit off? Like, hey, this is your zone. This is what you work with. All this other stuff, you're blocked from accessing. But she accessed something about how Russia hacked voting software and got into voter registration data. And all that stuff was like never made public. So she, she saw that and was like, well, this is fucked up. This seems like something that everybody should know. This is, this should be public knowledge. And she, she leaked it and got arrested and stuff. So they basically just made a movie acting out the whole FBI interrogation. So the whole fucking thing takes place in her tiny little house, like either outside of it, out front in her bedroom or in this weird little side room that she never goes into for some reason. But it was, I don't know. It was she. It was well acted. Like she did a really good job. Um, I haven't seen her in too much stuff because I've never watched Euphoria. I know that's her big her big thing, but I've never never seen it. But she was really good in it. But it was just kind of dry. I mean, again, it's a transcript of a fucking FBI recording. So a lot of it was just kind of shaking your head at the way these dorky FBI agents tried to bro down with her and the fucking guy just could not spit it out. Like, he kept... I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm learning as we go. I, I don't know the, all the details of this story. And the guy kept being like, all right, so we have to ask you a few questions. Um, by the way, before we start, would you like some water? No, 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 I'm good. Okay, so the reason we're here is... Actually, would you like to read our warrant? No, that's okay, go ahead. All right, are you sure you don't want that water? It just kept going on. I'm like, ah! Come on! Fucking edit, edit this part out, please. Fuck. Hey, do you want to do you want to play a game of queef or no queef before we start yeah. this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you uh, Team Edward in the the whole Twilight Saga? Where where did you land in all that? Let's watch an episode of Food Wars before we start this conversation. What do you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you were, if you were in Harry Potter, what what uh, house would you like to be in from the Sorting Hat? It's like um. <laughs> I'm kind of tripping out right now because the FBI bum-rushed me on my way home, so could we just, you know, cut to the interesting part? But it was... Before we do that, I need the finishing touches of this thousand-piece puzzle. I need your help. <laughs> it was it was interesting, but... And, and it's it's short, too. It's, it's like an 80-minute movie. But not exactly thrilling. I, I was reading some reviews of it, and people were like, oh, it's so tense. It's so tense. It was like... Really? Because a lot of it was just her asking if she could get her cat out from under the bed and put her dog somewhere safe, and then this motherfucker asking her 15 times if she wants water. It wasn't all that thrilling. And they do this weird thing because there's stuff from that, that whole thing that got redacted. So they, they'll show like transcripts being typed out on the screen and then a big black bar when stuff gets redacted. And then she'll, they'll be talking about stuff, and she'll just glitch out of the frame for a second and then pop back in. So that was kind of how they redacted the movie. And all, th- all that was like, it was done in kind of a cool way, but it was also frustrating to watch because it's like, well, I want to know this shit. 
it's kind of it's kind of teasing your ass if you're watching some a reenactment of an FBI recording, and then there's all this shit that just glitches out. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I'll, I'll suck. That sucks. I'll suck three reality winner dicks, three out of five. Um, but the biggest right. movie of the Wait, weekend, Sydney Sweeney's tits a, never came out, right? No, she never flashed the FBI agents. She never tried to distract them with a predator and then make a run for it. So I don't know. You might That's not want to watch it, Jeff. But Shuddy, did yeah, you see? No, I'm not interested. Did you see Spider Man across the Spider Verse? I did. We went. That's what Jeff and I were talking about when you hopped on. I went and saw it at a 4DX screening. Oh, he's picking webs out of my the, beard. Wasn't one of the first like? Well, this is the second Spider Verse, right? Yeah. Yes. Wasn't the first one like the second biggest movie ever? Yes. End, Endgame is the first, right? And like no one's gonna beat it. Well, I mean, we're talking about box office or like specific genres because i mean avatar i think is still number one. Oh, really i thought endgame beat it maybe it was just it? the first weekend mm. yeah i don't i don't remember but i know okay. i know it, i know it made a shitload of money i fucking loved it i think the first one's a five dicker so i think into the spider verse was the highest grossing opening weekend for an animated animated movie until Super Mario Brothers came out. Uh, and then okay. Across the Spider-Verse cr- grossed higher opening day than Super Mario did. If I'm oh, wow. remembering the headline I read correctly on Saturday mm-hmm. morning. So what did you think of it, Shuddy? I enjoyed it. Um, gr- the way I saw the movie was moderately distracting with the seats back it, it have you guys ever been to at like an amusement park a 4d movie where like the seats move it blasts air i mean i've been it, to honey we shrunk the audience when i was a little kid yeah okay kind of like that but for two hours and 20 minutes oh why is my ass hurt so much it was it the seats were not very comfortable. If I was grading on an enjoyment, I would grade, it would lose points. Uh, Every time Spider-Man gets punched in the face and Usher comes over and punches you in the face. So oh, too realistic during the raining scene, water was dripping. <laughs> like it was like, Oh, you got wet. Not like real wet. Like it didn't pour, but it was like mist. Like you, you definitely felt the water. That's when weird. it was when they were when they were swinging through the air, there was wind blowing through the theater. The, to be oh heard, someone has to like every time. Little... Every time Spider Man got punched like, or kicked in the back, like little things in the back of the seat poked you in the back. The seats like bounced, they tilt forward. Like it was, it was a two hour and twenty minute amusement park ride. Uh, and you didn't you didn't appreciate I, that? I did. I just. Thinking ahead, like they gave me, which it's Regal, so they have a really tight partnership, I guess, with Fritos, uh, because there was the option for Doritos Nachos, <laughs> which I jumped, I jumped all over, but 
they filled the cheese cup. I'm not complaining about how full the cheese cup was, but had I not scarfed them down during the trailers, I would have been wearing nacho cheese uh, pretty much immediately in the movie. Because it, it does bounce you around quite violently. Well, I went to, I knew, you know, Carl and I went and saw it at the Alamo Draft House. And I kind of wanted to do Same it movie? in the... Yeah, the Spider-Man. So we went we went there, and when I was buying the tickets, it was like, this is a kid-friendly showing. And I'm like, well, yeah, kind of, duh. It's it's a Sunday afternoon. Like all the rated R movies in Long Beach? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, yeah, I kind of figured there would be kids there. It's, a, it's an animated Spider-Man movie, Sunday afternoon. But, like, there were a lot of fucking kids. And there were... They were shockingly well behaved. Like this, this one kid, like at the end of the row, was coughing like a fucking thirty-year pack a day smoker, which was a bit, a little bit of a bummer. But this little girl sat he's sitting on a Luca, sat next to me, and she was very quiet for the whole showing. Except she did fart really loud once. But you know, I'm not going to hold that against her. So the, our theater was full of kids, and for the first 20 minutes of the seats agitating, there was, like, giggling and screaming every time it happened. However, the grown-ass adult woman sitting immediately to our right did not shut up the entire fucking time. Man, what is with that, man? It's like... And it was not, like... It was like, oh, it was kind of like, oh, no, he didn't kind of comments. I hate that. I hate that so much. Like, keep your fucking inner monologue. In Get it. him, Spider-Man. Like, it was like that kind of stuff. Like, it was. Spider-Man is A, not real, and B, can't hear you. And C, yeah. also, again, not real. Like, that happened to, I was talking to Ginger and Juice, because he went to, like, a Thursday preview showing. And. The guy next to him was on his phone for the entire movie and had the brightness all the way up. So he was blinded by the guy next to him. And the guy behind him, he said, was doing the same thing. Just has to has to put in his two cents with everything that happens in the movie. Like, there has to be ejector seats. Like, slime dumps. Like, it's 1990s Nickelodeon. Like, everybody gets a keypad on their little fucking armrest. And if enough people vote, you get slime poured on you. And there's piss in that and- slime. This is might get me into some hot water. Oh Jesus, shutty boy! Don't get me canceled before I make my first movie. But please get him canceled. She seemed like the type that had I said anything, no matter how I said it, no matter how nicely I asked her to shut the fuck up, that it would have turned into a thing. All right. Well, we can leave it like, at that. Even okay. if I, like, even if I would have said to her, hey, you know, it, it's really distracting. Could you maybe talk quieter? I it would have turned into, I, it seems like she was the type that would have turned it into a huge ordeal. Hmm. Well, we've, so we've, I just sat there whispering to Draven, why won't she shut the fuck up? Hey, can you say something you to her? Did you raise your whisper louder and louder, hoping that she would hear it eventually? No, 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 no. I because I was convinced that she was going to cause was, a scene. You were shook. I was. I was. It was only for Draven's ears. 
You know what? That actually kind of reminds me. Not reminds me, but gives me a, I don't know, a thought that I want to discuss with you guys. We see more and more like public fights. And we've have since the pandemic, people fighting at stadiums, which really isn't that happened pre-pandemic a lot. I think it's more so nowadays, but whatever. We see a lot of, I do at least, a lot of airport fights or yeah. like restaurant fights, like like people attacking like Chipotle workers or McDonald's workers. In some cases, they get fucked up by the McDonald's workers. Those are actually the best videos. Have you ever seen oh, one yeah. of those? I saw one of those in real I life love- when I worked at McDonald's. Oh, really? Yeah. I worked with this dude who was an ex-con. And he was fucking awesome. Like me and this dude got along really, really well, but he was hard. Like I would never fuck with this guy. And some guy like talked shit to him in the drive-thru one night and he was working the window. He dove through the window into this guy's car and started beating the shit out of him. And I had to grab him by his ankles and pull him back in. It was did sick. Did you have to fire him or did it just... No. I was the like, guy drive away and you're good. He drove off and I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, there was some chick. There was a chick fight, a, like a little girl who like threw something at this big chick. I think we're gonna have Popeyes, and this big chick just walloped her and like beat her, like pretty much beat the clothes off her. Like didn't like rip her clothes off, but beat her so bad and threw her around that her, she was already like pretty scantily dressed, anyways. But the clothes went off her, anyways. <laughs> how come we haven't seen a fucking movie theater fight like that has to be coming right probably i mean i feel like maybe it was something that happened with, during the pandemic that tweaked a few people i know you know the news gets everybody's fucking blood boiling and if you consume that endlessly you're just ah, you're like you're constantly white knuckling it just looking for something to set you off um I'm sure some people spending a lot of time alone when everything was shut down, maybe that tweaked a few people and they forgot how to behave like normal fucking humans. But I'm not one to advocate for violence, but if you're the type of person who's going to start it and you get met with more violence than you can handle, I don't know, that's uh, that's getting your comeuppance. I can't be completely against that. Like if you try to fucking fight somebody who works at McDonald's and they whip your ass, like... You fucked around and found out, you stupid piece of shit. Don't fucking start fights with people. A hot take. Uh, I think that since it has become uh, not allowable to discipline children, uh, everybody is way more entitled now and thinks they can do whatever they want with impunity. You think the generation where spanking sort of got phased out for the most part has already come back to bite us in the ass? I think so. I was thinking about it today. You almost spanked Draven, huh? No, <laughs> no, because the the boys, uh, they started their lives where they, not that, <laughs> It happened. The, Draven only got spanked once, uh, and that was. I spanked him with a frying pan. He never, never talked no, no. back again. He closed fist punched Bradley in the face. Oh, uh, when 
Bradley was like a year and a half old and Draven was like five. Oh, dang. So that, so yeah, that's the, the one and only time he got a true spanking. Uh, Cause he like busted Brad's lip. Jesus but Christ. Never happened again. Yeah, well, that's just good. saying. Just saying. Sounds like good, sounds like good parenting to me. <laughs> like, but I, I think that just, but that explains the kids. I don't know why adults have lost their fucking minds, but it's working in base essentially retail. Uh, I see it way more than I should. Well, I mean, I to the I point worked at- of a woman. Literally, I don't know if I should be telling this story. You should, Kevin. Don't uh, interrupt him again. But there was a simple miss communication based on the woman's name versus the name of the order she was given and her immediate response was that well black people can't read so he shouldn't be handing out the orders oh she went racial yeah not that uh my name sounds very much like the name that i was given like if uh, you said your name was Ike and you got a bag for Mike. Like, that's how close they were. Well, and she fucking lost her mind. So I think it's ju- just. Uh, I don't know if it's gotten worse because I worked in retail. I, think, I mean, if you can qualify McDonald's as retail from when I was 19 to 21, and that was, you know, two decades ago. And the stuff. I saw people do, and the way I saw them treat me and my coworkers was fucking vile. It like it's made me way lose worse now. Made me lose faith in humanity very early on in life. It's like, man, I'm trying to give you your fucking burger that you just ordered. Why are you being such a fucking cockknocker to me? Like, yeah, it's settle down. Way, way worse now. Um, you know how countries do like mandatory. Um. Was like mandatory military service. Like Israel has that, you know. Like there'd be like fucking like supermodels. Like Bar Raffaele had a dude like two years in yeah, the I mean, Israeli uh, government. BTS every BTS is in South Korean boot camp right now, and they're the fucking biggest stars on the planet. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Fuck. Imagine, imagine we had fucking like I don't even know like Tom Holland. <laughs> well, he's British. Oh fuck! Is he? Uh, yeah. uh, I was gonna go Timothy Chalamet, oh, but I think Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he's Canadian. <laughs> fuck. Okay, <laughs> Seth Rogen, also Ma- Canadian. Michael B. Jo- <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. All right, fine. <laughs> Michelle Yeoh, smarty pants. <laughs> really? Is he British? We let that British yeah. fuck do Spider Man. That's yes. bullshit. We're just outsourcing everything. First, Andrew Garfield, and that fucking. Never mind. Actually, I don't have that many strong opinions against Tom Holland. Anyways, we should do we should do mandatory like McDonald's or like fast food work. Or so you have to learn how American how people are. Like this is how people are. Like I don't know. I I think it helped my education more than than like college. Like it's just like. Like it's 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 crazy, like how like normal humans move, like how they operate, or not maybe not normal, but everyday Americans. 
there's also the <clears throat> the whole freedom of speech thing now where everybody thinks that they that just means you can say whatever you want whenever you want to whoever you want yeah without consequences without consequences yeah it, you you can say whatever the fuck you want but you might trigger somebody to beat the fucking the, shit out of you freedom of speech is not freedom from consequence <laughs> like, yeah <clears throat> so it's just I think we're at a weird time in society where all of that is just coalescing together at the same time. And uh, as civilized as we should be, we're just acting like animals to each other. Well, and in, just... in closing, how many Spider-Man dicks are you sucking? Oh, yeah. That's, uh, I am going to... Su- I was joking. We can... We can... No, no. Get, get, uh, um, get into details and stuff. We're here to do a job, Kevin. Let him finish the job. 4.25 uh, Miles Morales dicks. Okay. And you really like that one. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like uh, that it was over. It's a two parter. Wow. And it, it like, le- like, it left, like, literally right in the middle of everything. Like, nothing resolved. Like, even more questions. Yeah. Like, that's, that's my one complaint about it. Like, it was gearing up. I'm like, oh no, this is the end. Yeah, I had, I had, to be continued, and I was like, I had the same like, complaint. Because, go ahead, Shuddy. Ramping up into like something happening, and then it just stops. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I deducted points for that, and I'm, I'm. That's kind of becoming a trend, and I don't like it. Like, if you're gonna do, if you're planning a trilogy, make three movies, not one movie and then two split up movies. Like I know the star Wars OG trilogy kind of did that, but I still feel like, like empire strikes back did feel like its own movie. This didn't feel like its own movie. Like that whole last portion of the movie. I'm trying without spoilers, uh, you know, starting with miles talking to his mom, yeah. That that 20 minutes could have been clipped off. This could have been a 2-hour movie. It ended just before that scene happened and then everything else could be on the next one. They also could have cut like 15 minutes from the beginning cuz it the start it got off to a good start, but then it really dragged when they crowbarred in so much family stuff and it was like it was a little little heavy-handed with that, like they just sort of we're retreading the same points. And it, I felt like that slowed down the movie and they sort of kicked things off with like, I like the way they started things off with one of the villains, but then as that villain sort of gained momentum and became more imposing, that villain just disappeared for a huge chunk of the movie and got replaced. So it, it made it feel a little bit disjointed. And then, yeah, the, the ending with it to be continued is is a huge bummer. Like you feel a little shortchanged by those moves. Um, but and it, I will say it was the action was really good. The animation was somehow even better than the first one. Like it was fucking gorgeous. Like the way they did all that stuff and you know going into different realities and that reality has its own style of animation. Like when they were in Spider Gwen's world and it was that drippy watercolor stuff. Looked fucking sick. Man, that was awesome. And some of the new introduced 
Spider-Man. Like, I think my favorite new Spider-Man was uh, Spider-Man India. Oh, yeah. Like, that guy, the way they animated him was really good. His lines were really funny. The voiceover actor was awesome. That's the guy, the voiceover actor was the cab driver from Deadpool, right? Was it? Let me, <laughs> let me check the D. They, That's probably, they, that could be the most racist thing I've said today. Yeah, they did. I'll, I'll one-up you. They did Slumdog Spider-Man? Well, he goes into like a um, a dimension where there's like I guess Manhattan is sort of fused with with Mumbai, so it's like it's Mumbai. Mumbai, yeah. Uh, but that guy was awesome. Like I would have loved to have seen more in it. And the the animation they did for Spider Punk was probably the coolest, unique character animation. Although he was so cockneyed, I really couldn't understand a lot of what he was saying. Played by Daniel Kaluuya, by the way, who is which awesome I too. didn't realize that uh, until the. Yes, he is Dopinder in Deadpool and Deadpool Two. Yep. Yeah. So you the are voice not racist. Was very familiar, Shuddy Jeff. You are racist, uh, but Shuddy, you are not. Yeah, I really I enjoyed that. enjoyed that whole thing. I liked the explanation of the canon events. Yes, that was cool. That was well done. Um, Spider-Man 2099 looked sick. Enjoyed that. Did you guys know ahead of time there this is part of a two-parter? Yes. Yeah, I did. Okay. I didn't know that it was. I thought you know that it was going to have some sort of re- resolution at least before part two started. And well, now that you guys bring it up, I'm kind of. Um, I'm kind of uh, getting used to or comfortable with the idea of Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible. That's also a two-parter. Maybe there being like a to-be-continued type yeah. ending to the well, first. Well, I mean, that's how Fast X ended w- w- on a huge cliffhanger. Yeah, and Dune. Dune just ended with to-be-continued. And as much as I like Dune, I just... Like, make a movie, you know? Follow the traditional three-act structure. Make it feel like its own thing. Like, if you're doing a trilogy, make a trilogy. Don't make, you know, part one, part two, part two and a half. I don't know. You just feel kind of short-changed. It doesn't feel like you watched a movie. It feels like you're just getting strung along. But... I mean, uh, it depends how you take... How you look at it, because you kind of are... I didn't, I didn't. I didn't deduct this from the score at all. But I don't know if you feel the w- same way, Shuddy. But the way they start setting up the catalyst for part three, I was like, eh, I'm not. I don't find that particularly exciting. Like, if that's going to be the focus of part three, I don't. I'm not necessarily excited for that storyline. For how it ended, what the that cliffhanger is? Yeah. It has potential. I would have liked it like a new villain, you know? Like, I, the first one was cool. Kingpin is the bad guy. Like, I thought that was cool. But, there, like, Spider-Man has such a an awesome rogues gallery. It's like, you could have slotted in, like, a cool character. I'm trying not to do any spoilers, but... it's It's definitely difficult to walk this line because the way I want to explain it is just fucking spoilerific yeah so well um, we'll let it breathe and let everybody make their own conclusions 
Yeah, and you and I can discuss it in between shows. Yeah. Um, but and that being said, after the second show, <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like I'm 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 finding a lot to bitch about, but the movie still kicked ass. It was still fucking awesome. I just don't think I saw a lot of people saying that it's the you know better than the first one. I still like the first one better. It's currently the highest rated movie on Letterboxd, which is pretty nuts. But I'm still sucking for Spider-Man variant dicks. It uh, made $120.7 million this past weekend. Next closest was The Little Mermaid at 41.4. Yeah, that thing made a boatload of cash last weekend, too. Uh Fast X rounds out the top five with 9.6 million. So yeah, franchises still holding strong. Do you have any desire to see the boogeyman? No, it's really as much as I love horror movies. It's a tough sell to make me scared of the boogeyman. Just, just the phrasing of it is is not intimidating and silly. So if you have a monster, just call it something else, you know? What if they never say boogeyman in the movie? Would that make you feel better? No. Okay. Like, I, I, I had a comparison in my brain, but it flew away, so it probably wasn't all that clever. Yeah, fuck me. Uh... And that was you didn't see anything else, Jeff. You just watched the the fucking Jared Subway Subway Jared documentary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I got nothing else to review. I did a quick review of the Idol. Not very good. You see Lily Rose Depp's Nugatos. I'm I'm sticking around. Yeah, there might be more Nugatos. Maybe I'll see the weekend's Nugatos. <laughs> For sure. Um, she has hot friends. I'm sure their tits will pop out eventually. I'm looking forward to all of it. Yeah, a lot of the reviews I saw were basically like, um, it's supposed to be lampooning or exposing the sleaze of the music industry, but it just comes across as sleazy on its own. That's kind of fair. Who fucking wrote about that? The Vanity Fair? I don't know. I was just Is reading. that Rolling Stone? I don't know. Where do you go for your movie reviews nowadays? Sometimes I'll 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 browse Letterboxd or I'll go to your trusted source <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes and just I'll see what the 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 fresh reviews have to say, I'll see what the rotten reviews have to say. Do you look at the scores or do you actually read the reviews? No, I read the reviews. Okay. I do every now and then too because oh. I like it's I like to see if it's getting shit on for the sake of being shit on or if they have legitimate concerns. Yeah, sometimes they'll do, like, it'll be hard for Rotten Tomatoes. At least I noticed this in the past. It'll be hard hard for Rotten Tomatoes to grade it a good or a bad review. Or it's, like, kind of in the middle, and they'll just, they'll just weigh in one way or the other. I don't know. Like, when I see negative reviews that are like it's a formula it's the same action movie you've seen a million times okay that 
does it sound like something that will dissuade me from wanting to watch it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it could be awesome then. Yeah. You mean like Lethal Weapon? Yeah. Oh, this is like every other superhero story you've seen. No, no shit. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks for, thanks for, you know, giving it the thumbs down because it's a formula. It follows the formula that's worked. Yeah. I mean, DC and Marvel have been making comics consistently for the greater part of a century. So there is a huge populate part of the population who is not going to get superhero fatigue. It's just, if you make mediocre slash shitty superhero movies, people are going to lose interest, but you keep cranking out good ones. I'm sure some people are completely over it. And like, Oh, what? There's a no spider. What is this? Spider-Man 16. Hey, fuck <laughs> off. But then funny thing happens to those people. They have kids. And then what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be then, sitting then next then to me in, at the Alamo Draft House for Spider-Man 3 farting the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> How much time do we have left? I mean, Are we getting out of here? We've we've done our duty. Ah, uh, okay. Unless you got, you know, is something have anything big to talk about? I did want to cuz I've heard it talked about everywhere. <laughs> it's actually probably the most important like entertainment topic going right now. I mean, we do still and have that's... another show to do after this. No, you I don't broke, want to You broke his brain. Show. You broke his brain. Real quick, is Carl a Taylor Swift fan, and are you going to go to a Taylor Swift concert? Um, Yes. She's a huge Taylor Swift fan. Will I be Let's... going... I mean, there's a difference when when she wants to tag along with it, like, hey, there's this metal band I like in town. They're 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 playing L.A. on Saturday, so I'm gonna go. She'll just be like, yeah, all right, the, well, the metal band doesn't shut down your fucking town. Yeah, and she'll also just be like, all right, well, I want to hang out with you and spend time with you. I don't mind metal shows. They're th- the tickets are thirty dollars. I'll go with you. It's a whole other story when it's like, hey, do you want to see Taylor Swift? We have to buy one from a bot for five hundred dollars. Like even she isn't spending that kind of money to see Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is going to make an appearance in Shetty Boy's fucking news. Just oh, so. fair oh. enough. All right. Let's keep this conversation very focused, please. No, I, I guess I can just discuss all the t- I don't have a lot of Taylor Swift commentary, but I'll just save it for Shetty Boy's news since it came up because it is like the biggest story, you know, like my, uh, the editor brought it up in my, at, uh, in my editorial call, the main guy, excuse me. And he's a dude from New Jersey who took his kids to see Taylor Swift. And he's like, this is the biggest fucking thing. He didn't say fucking. He's like, the biggest thing. This is like Bruce Springsteen. Like when I was growing up in the 80s, like this girl comes through and shuts down towns. Like, so last, it's crazy. So last weekend, um, I did the New Jersey cemetery tour with my parents to see my aunt and my grandmother. And uh, as far from Lindhurst, you know, from MetLife, as we were in Parsippany, Route 80 already had signs. The LED signs just said parking at MetLife Stadium is for ticket holders only. So starting about 30 miles away from or maybe 25 miles away from MetLife Stadium, they were signs don't come tailgate and i I didn't i didn't even realize that it was for i was like what the fuck is going on at metlife tonight that they're warning people this far away and it 
ended up that they were getting people telling people that you can't come there to tailgate for Taylor Swift because you're not getting into the parking lot if you don't have a ticket. Jesus, yeah, fucking wild, dude. Well, I guess though there will be more of that in Shuddy Boys fucking news on the Patreon there show, be, but there will be Taylor Swift conversation that is relevant to our brand of entertainment. And there will also be plenty of non-Taylor Swift content as well. So well, we'll see. But sign up for five dollars if you want to hear us talk about Taylor Swift and our ex-boyfriends. Yeah. And you also get uh, the ongoing season for the next couple months of Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition Season 3 on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Hour, and all the other shows that are on the $10 tier as well. So if you need, Which, if I do say so, we really turned that lump of coal they gave us last week into a nice shiny diamond. Yeah, yeah. And if you if you're a little bit wary on the three of us talking about MasterChef, I mean, the reviews speak for themselves. And I don't know, call our bluff, throw five bucks on it, and see if we're see if we're bullshitting you or not. I think you're gonna enjoy it. Um, so check Absolutely. it out, Patreon.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. If you need more MSPH in your life, West Regionals this weekend, baby. Yeah, or this week. Um, and you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Row Records. And at MSPH Podcast. And if you wouldn't mind, throw at John Cooper Movie a follow. We're getting close to 1,000 yeah. followers, and that's going to make it look pretty fucking sick. Like, more followers it gets, you. the cooler it looks. Um, you know, and when we go go to finish the movie and sell it, you know, they, they look at that stuff too, so... Every every little bit helps, if you wouldn't mind, and would be so kind. Shuddy, you look concerned. Are you super high? I'm not concerned at all. It's gotten dark here. Oh. That's all. I'm just frightened. This, this is when the ghost comes out. He, there's been no sightings or anything. Oh, yeah? What's Nothing. that behind you, then? He doesn't come in this room regardless, so I'm safe in here. This is absolutely a safe space because this was the outside of the house in his time. All right. Fair enough. Um, check I'm out. I'm assuming he's an old ghost. Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark if you want to hear some sports betting advice. Absolutely. Hitting the Canadian Open this week for golf. NBA Finals Game 3. I'm on the Heat. No one else is. Hopefully the Heat win. They probably won't, considering how my NBA season has went. But that's what we got on the docket this week. Yeah. And YouTube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour if you would like to see these episodes, our little Zoom recordings of it. And if you're already watching it on YouTube, you should also check out the audio version because after the end theme, you get a little, little bonus turd nugget, a little Easter egg at the end. That is exclusive to the audio podcast version. Um, But thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for supporting the show for all these years. And until next time, little mama, something. Are they only regal? I think so. 
So did you see the 4DX be in the movie video? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. It didn't shed much light on the technology behind it. It just kind of looked scary. I'll send it to you. Well, that's... I mean, it doesn't actually happen like that, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. That part where they're on the back of... That chick's on the back of the motorcycle actually doesn't look fun. looks scary. Let's see. Hey, what are you guys talking about? Vagina. 4D at Regal Movie Theaters. Is that when they lick their vagina? Or is that unrelated? Whose vagina? You're quiet again. Yep. That's, uh... Whoa. playing piano jingles. Yes, I hear a ringtone. Speak and pause. Do you hear a replay? What is this shit? Get the fuck out of here. Make me louder, Zoom! What are you reading? I don't know. I'm trying to fuck with settings on here to make me a little louder to you guys. Keep playing pianos at me. Uh, I'm too old and stupid. That's testing your volume, your output volume, buddy. Well, everything else, I'm maxed out on everything. Uh. You, your sound, it's one of those things like you, like, remember when Jeff's mic had to warm, used to have to warm up? Oh, really? It's doing that shit? Yeah, like you I, now you sound fine. Well, sound better. Yeah, agree with uh, Shuddy on that. Next week, I I'm mean, gonna have to do sound... another remote uh, appearance for Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition. Oh, so, where are you going now, Mister Hollywood? Uh, to my grandma's 80th birthday. All right, that's fair. Nana. Yeah, nope. Nana deserves your time. Nana's 85. This is my dad's side of the family, Grandma. Oh, so you're going to be in the Northeast. Yeah. Gonna finally... How long are you going to be out here? Uh, Four nights. Going to meet my nephew. Spend a little time in, in uh, North Jersey. And then drive down with my sister and her husband to go do my my grandma's birthday party and stay down there for a couple days and then fly home. Nice. When do you Ah. leave? Tuesday night, a week from tomorrow. Red Eye. Can we, while we're talking about it, can we record late next Monday? think so yeah i don't see why that would be an issue like nine nine thirty my time oh do the podcast that late yeah i mean works for me i don't know if jeff has a list of things he has to shove up his ass while watching football or something 
Well, it could be game six of the Miami of the uh, NBA Finals, or actually game five. Sucks. I don't know if that's the only thing you can do. Then yeah, might can make it work. Because it's, it's Michaela's birthday on Monday, so we have dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make it work. I appreciate it, fellas. You fucking diva. I might have a uh, eye on the screen. The games for the game. I'm totally fine with that. We're just going to hear a bunch of this throughout the episode. Oh, oh, they just got so many points. (laughs) Yeah, I might do some live commentary. I'll try not to make it annoying. Damn, dude. uh, RFK Jr., Robert F. Kennedy Jr., I guess. Did like a podcast with Mike Tyson talking about how the CIA killed his father. But YouTube took it down. I think YouTube. Apparently the CIA. Uh, YouTube killed his YouTube. father. <laughs> apparently. Apparently uh, the CIA has YouTube's phone number. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Smoke some weed about it. Smoke weed every day. I haven't smoked at all today yet. This will be the... I tried something new today, and I don't like it. What did you try? Not smoking during the day. Yeah, I didn't smoke today either, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. I didn't wake and bake like I always do. It was a... Man, it looks like you're smoking out of a tattoo gun. The uh, Aluka Seahorse. Has it got like weed in it? So it's got a. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's got a coil on the end. And then you just touch it to your dab wax. Coil. <laughs> Man, you are going to be fucking blitzed. Your eyes have already vanished off your head. Uh, all right, let's do this. Uh, let me give me one second. Is ready. ready. Blood dye. <laughs> Fire up the systems. Yeah, I got my performance enhancing drugs in my system. Drug user. I, I believe I'm a drug addict, according to the internet. Uh, I'm not going to say that. Hello, Miles. Why do you want up here so badly? Well, as everybody knows, only the coolest people on earth think weed is a drug. Miles, if you're going to be up here, at least look at the camera. <laughs> Miles, make eye contact. Yeah. Look at me when you yeah. blow me. All right, listen to Kevin and Jeff. Meow. Miles. Meow. 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 He does it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> orf, 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 orf. <laughs> 
I saw some, um, whatchamacallit, some uh, internet video of this of this dog and well, this guy and his dog watching Star Wars. And then when Darth Vader comes on the screen the first time, the dog hops off the couch and like hides behind it. I guess the dog was afraid of Darth Vader. <laughs> I didn't even, I wasn't, I wasn't sure that dogs Recording even like, progress. like watch TV or like consumed things coming from the TV. I mean, I saw some some video on Instagram of somebody was watching a cooking show on their TV and they did a zoom up of these like glistening glazed chunks of meat. And this dog just like jumped up and started licking the screen like it was that wallpaper scene in fucking Willy Wonka. Sometimes if there's like a knock at the door on TV or the doorbell ring, his little mama will bark at the door. No fucking idiot. It's just the TV. Oh, yeah. I was I was in my aunt in Florida used to have three dogs and we had family feud on TV while everybody was working on making dinner and food and stuff. And every time somebody got a correct answer and it went ding, all three dogs went fucking nuts thinking it was the doorbell. Jumping all over each other, flipping out, screaming. I was a dumbass sometimes. Man. We need the NFL back. This country needs it. Jeff, you're a pussy. <laughs> what is life without football? It's Couldn't pretty, even tell you. It's pretty sweet. Kevin, don't be like that. Ow! I'm kind of interested in this uh this Apple convention. I knew they I know they do one I think every year. Maybe every other, most likely every year. But did you guys see the uh, new VR VR headset they're coming out with? Um, I didn't deep dive it or anything, but I saw, you know, all the the surface stuff that's been being discussed on social media. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. I believe my ducks are in a row. Up yours, dude. So if you gentlemen are ready, we can pork. I am ready. Yeah, I'm good to go. From Los Angeles, California, where the mad scientist party hour. (laughs) 